Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I'm Lisa Tauber. I'm an award-winning personal stylist who's actually been in the business now for 17 years. I specialize in elevating professional women, entrepreneurs, and women in business with their personal brand. These podcasts are about sharing my hints and tips. And along the way, I'm super excited to welcome guests who will be sharing their star stories, their expert advice. And I'm also going to be showcasing some brands that I know you are going to love. So if you're a lady who lacks time, struggles to put an outfit together, wears the same things time and time again, and doesn't want the hassle to find something new when shopping, you will absolutely enjoy this podcast. I really hope you love the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the podcast, The Pocket Stylist. Um, I'm Lisa Talbot um, and I am thrilled today because I'm joined by Sharon Murray. Um, And we are going to be chatting today about creating an outfit for an event because it's always one of those kind of conversations that come up with everybody. And also there was research done a long, long time ago that said that ladies actually decline an invitation to an event purely because they don't know what to wear. So your conversation kind of popped up, didn't it, Sharon, originally? Let me say hello to you first. Gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Sharon, good morning. Good morning, Lisa. (laughs) How are you today? I am good. Uh, I am in very sunny Northern Ireland. It's actually got warm again. Of course it's got warm because the kids have gone back to school. Yeah, absolutely. No, and do you know what? No more rain, no nothing. And and it is, it's glorious, it's glorious where I am as well. So you're doesn't it's not always sunny in Ireland though, is it? <laughs> no, no, but we'll have to say we we were spoiled this summer. Um we did have that lovely real heat wave for a few weeks. But then sure we spent the whole time moaning about it was far too warm and <laughs> you know, our Irish skin couldn't cope with it and everybody was slowly melting and um, and then when it rains, we'll complain that it rains and sure we'll but complain do, about the coronavirus. And... I think as British people, we do that, don't we? We kind of go, you know, it's either glorious and it's too hot or it's raining and it's too wet or it's too cold, <laughs> you know. So listen, tell everybody um, about the dilemma you had about the events. First of all, tell us about the event and then kind of what happened with regards to where you thought you'd like to go because I think you've almost done a complete 360 on this so so share and then and then I can, yeah. we can have a chat about it okay so my daughter um finally is graduating as anybody who has children at uni and whatever anybody that graduated you know the graduation ceremony obviously couldn't take place so this is 18 months later now as soon as she told me the date I panicked because the date was, no, I can't even bloody remember the date. Anyway, it's in a couple of weeks' time. It's the end of September. I think it's something like the 28th. So the, immediately I went, oh, shit. What will the weather be bloody doing that day? It could yeah. be the sun splitting the trees. It could be fucking raining. It could yeah. be doing anything. And it actually reminded me, and this is when I go off on tangents, Lisa, but it reminded me years and years ago when I was invited to a wedding one Easter. And Easter's that same period where it could be sunny it could be sunny it could and there was so there was an an immediate panic so the first panic was what am I going to wear related to what the weather's going to be doing secondly what can I 
buy if I have to buy something what if I buy it that I of course can wear again because yeah. obviously if I go to a lot of social events um, and I would like something that really doesn't cost me an awful lot of money um, and I am not really a, a heels person or anything like that so so all this was going right in my head so my mum is absolutely brilliant. My dad, my mum and dad are both in their 80s, but my dad had retail shops. That's what he, he had. Okay. So he was brought up in the retail trade from he was 14. So they are just on oh, point. I mean, just my mother still dressed. Like even my daughter goes, why does Nanny look better than you? And I'm like, thanks a lot for the confidence. You know, yeah. the way children, you know, the way children love to really yeah, boost yeah. you. Yeah, to pick you up. Yeah, oh, totally. So I knew that she would be able to help out. So I, the first thing I went through, I thought, you know what, I went through that many, I can't remember. But at one stage anyway, I thought about a trouser suit. You know, you can't really go wrong with a trouser suit. So I did post on Facebook, which is, I think, where I this all kicked exactly, off. Yep. So I did a whole, I'm going to graduate. Oh, no, what did I do? I think I asked, did anybody know where, where to get a maroon a whiny coloured maroon jumpsuit or um, trouser suit because that's what my mum suggested. She said, what about getting uh -huh. like a wine coloured? Because that's a colour that you could make summery or you could darken it down if you had to. And I was like, good idea. I did wonder why you focused on that jump, on that colour actually. Because when, obviously it was like maroon and I thought, oh, it must be one of your favourite colours or, or something like that. But you know what's really interesting? You've, you've absolutely highlighted that the first thing that sprung to mind, not about, wow, my daughter's graduating, oh, no. it's going to be lovely. You went, oh, crap, what am I going to wear? What's the weather going to be like? You know, what, what do I wear? Do I buy something new? Have I got the shoes to wear with it? Do I use something that's in, in my existing wardrobe? And what's really interesting, that is exactly the same dilemmas that hits everybody when they talk about an event, especially you know, at that kind of mid-season and not, you know, that mid-weather. If it's freezing cold, you know what you're going to do in the middle of December. If it's June, you can kind of edge your bets a little bit. Um, so go on, ca carry on then your story. So, yeah. so, so then you kind of settled on kind of initially a maroon suit, didn't you? Um, and I think I even said to you, be careful that it's not too formal because... Yes. A, a two-piece suit is a little bit more structured. It's it's quite classic, but you know you can still twist it to to create a more casual look. So then, what happened? So then, I couldn't find anywhere on the internet a maroon suit that I wanted because I, in my head, I would have loved to have gone down the very tapered, tailored route. Yeah, but. I have to remember that the frame that I have now is not the frame that I had for about 40 odd years of my life. And I could have worn things like that. And I thought, I'm going to look like a sack of potatoes trying to get into this bloody tailored suit. So I was going to go for the very loose because I see that these more boxy. Yep, the relaxed look. Jacks, jackets and things are in. I thought I'll try that. So I looked and looked and I thought, no, this, this isn't happening. And I couldn't. I just couldn't see anything. So um, I decided to go on. I'm a, I'm a wee bit of a fan at the minute of Oliver Bonus. Yep. Um, and I went on and thought, I'll look and see what's in their sale. So they had a black jumpsuit and I thought, oh my God, that's it. That answers everything. In the sale, reduced, 
let's go for a black jumpsuit. Now I had a, a wee bit of a panic over my stomach in the black jumpsuit, but the good thing was it had like a tie at the front and I thought that will disguise anything that's happening in that yeah. area. This is a, just a quick question. Did you then go for the jumpsuit because you loved it or because of the price tag? Because that's another thing people look at. They go, oh, actually, I'll kind of go with that because it's, it's in my budget and there's nothing wrong in that. I just wonder what what you honed in on that jumpsuit? I think it was probably both. Okay. I think it was firstly the idea of, I can just put on this jumpsuit, it's really easy. I don't have yeah. to think of, because a trouser suit, then you're going to have to think of what top's going to go with yeah. it. And it was all getting very complicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas a jumpsuit, you know, you just stick it on and, and that's it. Yeah. And hope to God that you don't have to go to the toilet the whole day because there's a whole yeah. issue trying to get back out of it again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and then the, That's why the dress is such an unsung hero. Same thing, one garment, underwear and whatever. But yeah. Exactly. And then the price was a, bon was a, a was bonus. A bonus. <laughs> It was a Brucey bonus. Um, so I went, oh my God, brilliant, this is going to solve everything. So the jumpsuit came and I thought, where do you say I'll put this on? This is going to be horrendous. There's no way I'd be so lucky because it was really well yeah, reduced. Yeah. So I put Perfect. it on and I went, oh. What, Sorry, fabric go ahead. Hmm? what fabric was the jumpsuit? A bit like a dense jersey or was it a cotton? No, it was like, there was almost a wee bit of a satin sheen off it. It was like yeah. self-patterned. Yep. Um, it was much nicer actually in real life than it looked, so that was all good. So it came, I put it on, and I went, oh, it's, it just needs about three foot taken off the legs, of course, but <laughs> other than that, we're all good. Now, the problem was, I couldn't get the back of it buttoned to fully see what it was, because it was done with these two wee buttons, Yeah, yeah. and there was no way I could reach around, and there's nobody else in my, well, my son, but like at 18, I don't think he wants to button up his mother's bloody back, so... That was okay. So I thought, oh, we're good. And then I started looking up shoes and, and I was sort of having a bit of an issue because I don't do heels. And so I thought maybe a wee ankle boot. And then I panicked it was going to be very warm. But anyway, that we're all good. So I brought the jumpsuit down at the weekend to my mum because she's really good at um, yeah. stitching. So I said, could you pin this up, um, you know, to, for the legs? So I put it on. That was fine. Oh, Lisa, it all went badly wrong. Anyway, I said, obviously you need to button up the back because that'll affect the length of the leg. You know, it'll affect the whole yeah, yeah. way. How it sits. So she went to button up the back and she said, this doesn't reach. Oh, no. <laughs> and she was pulling, she said, I said, now, are you struggling to get the button? Because it was one of those, you know, the wee fabric button and then a microscopic bit of oh, elastic. Tiny little, yep. And I mean, like, minute. She says, there's no way that that elastic's going to go around that button. So anyway, <laughs> so then my dad, of course, came in because he has to be in the middle of it all because him being a tailor, he's like, yep. I, don't know who, I don't know who made that. Then he starts, who yep. made that? Look at the shape of that, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, I said, Mommy, it doesn't not fit... Or are you struggling just to get the button in? And she says, well, I think it might have been a bit of both. So this went on, this went on. And I said, I need to know whether this fits or not. So finally, she got the button in. There was one button halfway up and then another button at the top. So you had a bit like a teardrop effect on the back. So it sort of went, well, that's what you would think, please. <laughs> in reality. In reality, I swear it looked like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> so I, she said to me, look at the back of that. And I look, oh, I says, that's going back. That is fucking horrific. Yeah. Um, I said, no wonder it was in the bloody sale. So first of all, it was pulling far too much across my yeah. back. Yeah. 
and it was all hanging. <laughs> and you could see like your bra strap and everything. And my dad says, Jesus, like it was just awful. So my dad says, you need to wear a black pull and that jumper underneath. Thanks very much. That's helpful. But it, it was a lovely shape and all. So I was like, oh, bloody great. Now back to square one. This is okay. in a couple of weeks. What the hell am I going to wear? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. So but that was all right. Done, do you know what you have done though? <clears throat> Excuse me. You've given yourself plenty of time. And that's, <clears throat> that's one of the good things. If you give yourself time, you've got time to either try things on or go to the shops. And, and that does alleviate some of the panic. Oh, yeah, God, definitely. And especially because I knew I probably would be ordering stuff online. And then sometimes for Northern Ireland, it takes, we have to allow, you know, because yeah, they, they have to swim across the channel. <laughs> um, you know, next day delivery just doesn't exist in this country. Yeah. Um, so I, I had all that. Um, so that was okay. So I came home and I went, right, let's, let's be really sensible here, Sharon. So my mum had actually bought me a dress for my birthday in April. A lovely dress. I'd have a shop we have here called Dunn's, which is very middle of the road um, price-wise. Lovely stores. Comes from the south of Ireland. There's Dunn's like in every single town in Ireland. Um, and they do some beautiful stuff. And she bought me this dress that I had hardly even worn. And I thought, you know what? That dress is, is really nice, really comfortable. Um, and I had in my head that I had a shawl. I had had a shawl in my head away before the jumpsuit um, because I thought, I don't want to buy, I don't really have a suitable jacket or coat. Yeah. Again, I don't know what the weather's going to be like. A shawl might solve any heat, cold issues. Yeah. And I, um, last year, my partner had bought me these beautiful, long, full-length tan leather boots. And I thought, you know what? That's going to look stunning. That is going to actually just answer. I, I have, but it's, it's nothing had to be bought um, because it turned out then when I phoned my mother, she's, of course, my mother having everything. Oh, I have loads of shawls, like pashminas. Yes. Um, so she had the exact color that I wanted. I, can I actually display it all for you now? I, mean, I should have put it on. Um, so in the end, I went, oh, my God, why didn't I think of all that? The dress was there. The boots were there. Nothing had to be bought. I'm comfortable in it. I sent it to my daughter, having the panic. She was going to do a whole, oh, God, you're not wearing that. And she went, Joe, that's lovely. So thank God for that. And do, the, do you know what's really interesting? After the initial panic, which was, I've, you know, and, and this is where this happens to so many different ladies. Um, and so after the initial panic of, oh my God, I've got an invitation to the graduation, you then almost went into overdrive of, right, again, we, like we said, what's the weather going to be like? What am I going to wear? Where can I find it? Do I need shoes? Can I have a matching handbag? All that type of thing. You then went, right, okay, I'm going to go down the road of a suit. Because, so, so you kind of looked at that then you, you, know, you realise that actually that's probably not going to work for your shape and also you couldn't find that kind of look. But you've said it a couple of times, what's really interesting. What's in my head, and I've picked that up twice, and what's really interesting, we all do it. What's in our head is what we want. And then what happens is when you then go looking online or you go shopping, you can't find what's in your head mm -hmm. because sometimes that doesn't exist. Because what you're wanting 
just isn't out there. It's not maybe on trend this season, the colour's not around this season. So you're going to struggle to find it. So again, what's in your head doesn't always work. But what you did, and, and lots of ladies, uh, you know, can do is they can just open their mind a little bit and go, okay, what else could I do? But what's really interesting, you then went down the road as a jumpsuit, but what's really interesting, you had everything you needed in your own wardrobe. And what, but you, but that's where, if you think about it, the initial panic sent you on a completely different path of what can I wear? Whereas actually, yes, listen, we all know that having something new makes us feel good. It's just common practice. But actually, if you'd kind of gone, right, just stop for a minute. Have I got anything in my wardrobe? Because over the past 18 months, nobody's really been anywhere of any substance. Mm. All right, we're doing it now. But nobody's been anywhere. So some of those beautiful dresses or jumpsuits or, you know, if you are that kind of formal suit kind of look, you like that. A lot of that hasn't even had an airing. So in some occasions now, it's not like you could say, oh, I wore that dress to so-and-so's wedding, but I wore that dress to the leaving do of, I don't Mm. know, Joanna, because it's not, no one's been anywhere. So these beautiful garments that we've got, it's all about sometimes falling back in love with the garments that we've actually already got. And in some cases, just tweaking them like you've done with the brown boots and the pashmina, just tweaking them to suit a different purpose because, and it's, and it's so, every lady is probably the same. They've always got something in there. It's just about looking at it as well, seeing if it's there, but then looking at it in a different light. So, and you just said, you know, your daughter said how lovely it looks. So now I'm assuming you're now looking forward to the graduation mm-hmm. because you've got the outfit nailed. Totally. And I know I'm going to be really comfortable in it because it's totally me. Um, but I think one of, one of the things, and, and exactly as you say, Lisa, as soon as she said that the graduation, I immediately, because I don't, I don't get dressed up. I'm not really a dressy uppy person. Yep. I just immediately assumed that I had nothing in my wardrobe that was dressy enough to wear. And like that dress that I, I am wearing is not a dressy dress. You know, it's the sort of dress you see people wearing with, tra- you know, the way you see a lot of people wearing dresses with white trainers. Yeah. It's one of those types of dresses. But it really did change dramatically the minute I put the boots and the pashmina on. And it that was really interesting because the last time I had worn it, I had actually worn it with white trainers. So it, it didn't stick in my mind as a dressy dress. Yeah. And actually, you, you said you've worn it before with white trainers. So sometimes you go back to what we spoke about, about in your head, you thought of the dress with white trainers. It's a yes. bit like ladies see the shirt in their wardrobe, they wear it with the blue trousers. They don't think that actually the shirt could be worn with the jeans or the shirt, if I tie it slightly, it could be worn with a skirt. And that's when we go into the whole kind of aspect of the capsule wardrobe, making sure that every single piece of clothing in your wardrobe works and works with other garments. But it it is really interesting. I just think a lot of our mindsets sit with, I can only wear this with this or that with that 
And actually having, like you've done, all you've done is change the footwear. You mm-hmm. haven't changed anything else. You haven't added a belt to it. You haven't changed the necklace, which you can do. But all you've done is change the footwear and you've completely changed the dynamic of the outfit, which is brilliant because then you also know that next summer you might wear that dress with a sandal or during the winter mm. now, actually a dress, if you think about it now, the dress that you had might have written off for winter, you are now thinking, oh, actually, I could wear that dress in the winter with a pair of tights and a boot and I can add in a jacket or a cardigan or I could overlay a knit over the top of it. So now you've got a dress that's going to see you in another season, which you might not have necessarily done. Yeah. And and my parting words to my mother was, would you be looking this pashmina back again? And she went, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because that that tends to happen. that Things come from my mother's house and then they don't just quite make it back to my mother's house again because she's a you know, I've just, my daughter's gone off to school this morning, first day back at, you know, year 13, and she wafted down the stairs in one of my <laughs> shirts. And I'm thinking, that's my shirt. She said, I don't have a shirt. You've got hundreds of shirts. And that's my passion. I love a shirt. So, because it elevates anything, whether it's jeans or a jogger or anything. Yeah. And, and that, I'm hoping, will make its way back into my wardrobe. But it's, it's so true, though, isn't it? So... If you take actually what, you know, the whole conversation started with, it it was that whole, you got the invitation for something and the mind just goes, panic, but you've done that whole 360. You've given yourself almost the, you gave yourself the time to almost have that panic. (laughs) But actually you've tried other things, but initially what almost you, I suppose you could have done is gone before you started the panic of buy something new gone hang on a minute before I do that let's have a look in my wardrobe to see what I've got I think yeah I think if I had a I think if I'd have done that and looked at the dress part of me still would have wondered was there something better I think I had to go I think I had to go through that process to realize that actually there was nothing you know, it's a bit like you go out shopping and you see a pair of shoes in the first shop and you go, but no, I have to go to the other 20 shops to convince myself that I'm going to come back to that first shop anyway and buy those shoes. Yeah. I think I had, to, I had to go through that process to come back and go, actually, yeah, that was the right decision. Yeah. And, and do you know what you can, that's the right, you can, you, you did it the opposite way, but <laughs> other ladies might do it the other way to you, like look in the wardrobe and think, yeah, I could wear that, but what is out there? Mm-hmm. But they've also got that little dress or jumpsuit or whatever yes. in your mind going in the back me you could yeah <laughs> you know because it's it's true and it's and that's why people find sometimes shopping you know really difficult because what's in their head is not necessarily what they look for if you think about it people say don't they if you've got i don't know a purse full of money and you go out you'll find nothing because Correct. you're thinking oh, what can I buy? I've got the money, I've got to die. When we don't have maybe the, the wad of money in our wallet, for example, we go, oh, I want that. Oh my goodness, I really want that. Yes. Oh my goodness. And actually it's a, it's a very similar thing. And sometimes you have to just change the way you think to, I'm going to go out shopping, for, especially if we're talking clothes and accessories and shoes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go out shopping and go, I'm just going to go and see what's there. 
because actually if you go out with I want a pair of black trousers guaranteed you won't come home with a pair of black trousers you'll come home with a pair of shoes because the shoes are easy the black trousers were really hard to find <coughs> yeah you know yeah. so it's it's a really it's such an interesting conversation because you know it, you are so not alone and now you can see can't you when they did that research that actually it's it's absolutely true that you know people will decline an invitation you know and and listen i'm no different to anyone else you know we've got an event in december um in london and i'm already thinking right okay what can i wear to that in december because i feel the cold but then i also feel the heat every now and again um so i have to think right hang on a minute whereas before i would just know that i'm always cold now I have to think, okay, so what fabrics am I going to yes. use? How am I going to use it? I so you, can, you mm -hmm. can start the thought process off rather than getting into that. So, so are you now looking forward to the event? I, uh, yes, I am. I am. My, next, my next panic now, you see, is what am I going to wear to the expo? Ah, now, obviously, the listeners who, might, who are listening to this lovely podcast today, they won't know about the expo, which I know about and <laughs> you know about. So, let, come on, share with everybody what the expo is. So, the expo is, it is the International Midlife Women in Business Expo. Um, it'll take place virtually on the 21st of October. Um, there are four of us, um, myself, Maura Doherty, Denise Ferguson, Nicola Toner, who have come together and created this expo in celebration of International Midlife Women in Business Day, which will be celebrated every single year on the 21st of October. Um, and it's going to be absolutely amazing. We have some incredible speakers um, and stands and sponsors and it's, it's going to be an incredible day celebrating women um, in business over 40 um, and one of the really key things is we want to change um, society's perception of midlife women so that's that little spiel about that but my panic is the four of us are going to be together in person in London on the day now my worry and I have done skills around presentations before is I get that whole red heat yeah, yeah. flash thing so yeah. I've always been told there were things that slightly come up to cover that um now as I've got older I don't know if that materializes just as much but I know the whole hot flush thing could start to rise <laughs> so I'm just wondering because we're going to be in a hotel with the heat on mm -hmm. But not then, sure where I'm going to go with that. Yeah, but then that, that could just be about using the fabrics. I mean, it could be that you had a, a top that is made of bamboo, or it could be that you go with more of um, an, a very natural cotton. You know, it, it's probably going to be, if you're worrying about heat, don't go for something like a polyester, because potentially, you know, it's, it's yeah. going to hold the heat. So then it's about working out, you know, you could still have a round neck if you wanted to from, from that perspective, but it doesn't have to be a solid round neck. It could be um, a very pretty shirt, that's got a round neck with a tie. So if you wanted to, if you were, mm. you know, were happy to open up your neck, like you said, you're not quite sure if it's going to come up or not. Yeah. 
you can have it open as a v-neck but if it does you can tie it back up but it's still delicate it's still professional but it's all about you know dressing to suit your personality mm. and not thinking right i'm doing the expo so everybody attending is going to expect me to look like x because then a you won't feel comfortable b you won't you know you won't enjoy it as much because you'll be thinking god i, I might look good in a mirror but i don't actually feel incredibly comfortable yeah. it's about going do you know what if you would feel better in i don't know um let's go for a t-shirt style top with a blazer and a pair of wide leg trousers in a different color or go for a color, a monochromatic look, then go with that. Don't feel that you have to, you know, be anybody. It goes back to women in midlife, doesn't it? It goes back to being who you are, who we yeah. are and represent it in that way. And you'll find all four of you will all dress differently because you're all different personalities. You all, you know, you, you're doing it, with the same common goal, but you're all different personalities mm. and you'll all have different preferences. One lady might prefer to wear a dress. One lady might prefer to wear trousers. You might go with, um, I don't know, a skirt and a, a top, you know, for example. Yeah. It's about that kind of thing. But again, you're doing it now. You're already thinking about it. So you're giving yourself the time and the time to kind of work it out in your head and, and do it that way so uh, yeah um, I, mean, I mean they're talking about getting their hair done and getting their makeup done and I'm thinking well I was just going to rock up in the morning <laughs> yeah but again it, it, I suppose it depends on you as a person doesn't it you know we, we everybody's different and yeah. at the end of the day I think when you're when we talk women in midlife it's an incredibly exciting time because oh, yeah. I think as you get older, you become more confident. You do. In, in the majority, become more confident because you don't really care as much as you did when you were 20. Correct. Because you're, you're stronger as a person. You might have, you know, don't you ever... Listen, my mum used to say to me, and still does, when I was younger, if I <laughs> now what I knew then, and it, you know, if I knew then what I know now, yeah. it's a very different ball game. And I think life experiences teach us to be more resilient they teach us to be stronger because we might have gone through the knocks whatever it be whether it be i don't know marriage divorce illness a bereavement anything mm -hmm. like that it, yeah we've totally. been around a lot longer haven't we so i think women in midlife are strong i think they're powerful um and I think, you know, from a stylist point of view, wearing the clothes that make us feel good is, is massive. It's huge. And I think that's why a lot of people now, from a clothing point of view, go, well, do you know what? I'm going to wear what makes me happy. And it's absolutely true. You can still elevate it if you need to for the expo. You don't have to rock up in your ripped jeans and your trainers. But if you wanted to go down a trainer route, you could put it with a really lovely pair of formal trousers, like we said, a t-shirt and a blazer done yeah. if that's your style you know yeah well it exactly is because i would be quite classic so, as yeah. she sits in her jewels top yeah, um, yeah it's quite heritage so sharon before we finish our conversation today do you want to tell people um if they're interested in coming to the expo first of mm -hmm. all how can they get hold of a ticket yeah, so um, probably the best thing to do is to go onto our website, which is www.midlifewomeninbusiness, all one word, okay. .co .uk. Um, Tickets start from just £30, which is just like 
I know, it's good, isn't it? It is so good. There's, I mean, because you're going to get workshops and, and celebrity speakers. And um, I think we're announcing one of the speakers today, possibly, <laughs> or this week, anyway. Um, um, or you say you can get a stand. Um, and the, the virtual stands are amazing. Um, so that would be the best way is to go onto the website because all the information is yeah. there. Um, and then if you want more, you can email and um, the email address is there and that brings you sort of into a process then because there's each of us are looking after different sections. So that would be that way. And then um, about me, myself. I was going to say, how do people get in contact with you from, from your business point of view? So I'm a, I'm a LinkedIn coach. So I um, coach freelancers, entrepreneurs and small business owners on how to attract clients um, on LinkedIn. Um, so the best way to get in touch with me, if that's something that you're interested in, is just send me a message on LinkedIn. Um, and if you put a little note in with it, just to say how you know me or how you heard about me, it would be great because um, I'm getting a wee bit more picky as to who I bring into my world. Um, what they could say, I was listening to your chat. I was listening before. to your lovely chat uh, <laughs> with Lisa Talbot. Um, <laughs> I was actually quite sensible today. This is very not like me, Lucy. I know, but it's been lovely. But, you know, we've had such a giggle along the way. But we've, <laughs> we've chatted about the things which it is. It, it is causes ladies so much stress and worry about finding an outfit. So um, I have been so thrilled to have you on my podcast. Oh, thank thank you. you so much for coming. Um, and I will look forward to seeing you again soon. Thank you so much, Sharon. And I'll send you photographs of the graduation. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you so much. Take okay, care. Bye. bye. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Pocket Stylist. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to know more about working with me, then why not book a discovery call with me via my website, lisatalbert.co.uk. And I look forward to welcoming you back next week. Bye-bye.